Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dark down for a while Hi, it's me, Jackie Cation Welcome to the dark forest Let's do the credits Patrick Brady's going to fix this audio and video because that's what he's like. Uh, Vilmo's still working on the uh, on the website. He does the Jackie Cation store website. I just had it redone by Promotional Rescue, uh, Melanie VC, but PromotionalRescue.com did the new website. Uh, Vilmo still does the store website, JackieCationStore.com. All you can go to JackieCation.com and see whatever you'd like. Uh, me doing stand-up, where I'm doing stand-up. Please come out and see live shows. You can see the new special. You can see the new um, old videos. You can see, uh, you can get merch if you want. There's a Dork Forest t-shirt. There's a new beanie because uh, I have a new joke about bees. And so there'll be a new t-shirt. And uh, for the holidays, you can indeed uh, get yourself uh, t-shirts or uh, hats or anything like that. It, it is November and December, so I ask that you do not donate to the Dork Forest. Normally, I say donate to the Dork Forest as much as you'd like. But in November and December, take that money and donate locally to a food bank in your neighborhood. So feedingamerica.org is a way that you can look up uh, your local food bank. Um, you just put your zip code in. You could also Google the words food bank and the name of your town. And that's what I recommend you do globally too. If you're in Australia or uh, Europe or Africa or South America, wherever you are, please. Uh, Iceland. Uh, I have listeners all over the world, you guys. So Patrick Brady, Mike Rickberg. That's why I forgot. Mike Rickberg wrote and sang the intro song. He will sing the Ma uh, Mexican hat dance at the end of the program. And there's lots of episodes. So feel free to scroll back through dorkforest.com. You could uh, check out my Tumblr account. There is a Facebook group called Dork Forest Rangers. Um, but my Tumblr account has essentially the fan favorites of the shows for the last 18 years. And um, no, I don't think it's actually the whole 18 years because the first three years were poorly recorded. And uh, so if you go to bandcamp.thedorkforest.com, you can see uh, I curated that first uh, three years into 17 of my favorite episodes. There's also a storytelling album on my band camp. And there is um, just some loose episodes that you can buy for a dollar. I think that were live anyway, a lot of information. Let's get into the show. It's me, Jackie Cation, and I'm in my garage. And with me this week is great comedian. Oh, I forgot to ask about what we, uh, what glorious things we should plug. Uh, but it's Liz Glazer. It's Liz Glazer, yeah. you guys. She's in, hey. she's in New Jersey. She's a delight to behold. Uh, and she's going to dork out with us today. Welcome to the program, Liz Glazer. Oh, thank you, Jackie Cation. I'm so excited to be here. Um, I love also, uh, you had asked if I wanted a shirt. And right. that's how we got here because you had right. emailed me being like, Hey, I just need your shirt size because right. you did the podcast. And I was like, I, I would love a shirt and I would also love to do the podcast. So <laughs> if I know you said you didn't know what to plug for me, but if I can plug your shirts, you know, for sale, oh, that's I've it. seen them around, you know, they're, they're round. very cool. You guys, 
Yeah. The new door, the new dork forest. It's, uh, it's the same logo, but it's on a black shirt. Used to be on a green shirt and a brown shirt. And now it's on mm-hmm. a black shirt because the Love. black, uh, old ra- d- ranger, uh, where dorky things came out of the forest that my nephew Salmon designed. Um, that's discontinued. So now what we have left ah. here is a, is a brand new union made, uh, mm-hmm. TDF, the dork forest t-shirt. With the Rebel Alliance symbol on it, without the benefit of copyright, a quote from yeah. the Lord of the Rings, and a D12. Yes. Go to JackieCation.com. Jack, you can go to JackieCationStore.com. Skip the middleman. You won't have to sit through my tour dates. You won't have to sit through <laughs> videos of me telling jokes. Or you could just go to JackieCation.com and navigate to the merch page. Okay. But also, what a delight to listen to you tell jokes. I think of your. Right delivery of DiGiorno joke every time <laughs> yeah. every time I make a pizza at home every time literally every time every a time. home pizza every time yep, yep. um well I th- that joke hilariously you know how jokes we're just going to talk about comedy for a second rangers yeah. uh by the way it's l-i-z-g-l-a-z-e-r it's at liz glazer everywhere you want to go to find yep. out where she's doing stand-up and all the things yep. so yeah. um I didn't check your pronouns. Is that okay? She? Oh, yeah, yeah. Are she, you she, her yeah, these yeah. days? Me too. I am. Me too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And though I have to tell you, this is something that just happened. I'm wearing them right now. Uh-huh. Uh, back in junior high, I didn't even realize I was doing the exact same thing I did in junior high. When I started liking the fellas, mm-hmm. I, uh, so I was at an airport probably three or four weeks ago, and I saw a guy wearing an outfit, and uh-huh. he looked really good in that outfit. Yeah. And I bought that outfit. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, in an, in an I... effort to, I guess, get in that guy's pants uh, would be the punchline. <laughs> that would be the punchline sure. to that. Except for that. Except for that. That I kind of feel sexy wearing the clothes because I remember how sexy that guy made me feel from across the yeah. room. <laughs> totally. Well, I mean, great style that speaks to you is great. Like whether it arises from like. I want to be that person. I want to have sex with that person. I want to marry that person. Like it's all some kind of adoration. Oh, and interesting. Love, yeah, you know? yeah, you're right. I think. Yes, I think you're right. It's funny. I told a friend of mine that, and he said, "Oh, you've given me an insight into why I wore women's pants in college. <laughs> uh, it wasn't because they fit better. <laughs> it's because I liked how those girls looked in those pants." <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird glimpse into the totally, into the... and that's a great, great punchline as a side note. Right, right. As a side yeah. note, that punchline's going to work just fine because yeah. who doesn't who doesn't want to hear something like that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a clothing based sex uh, talk. So um, sure, sure, sure. So, but here, so what I will say is that um, what I was going to say about stand-up is that a lot of jokes don't hold up even four years later because you you think you're coming from a good place. Like yeah. in my case, I, I do. I think that I'm being, I'm alerting people to some sort of, you know, I, I don't think I'm being mean. I think that right. I'm actually pointing something out. And then four years later, six years later, they're like, that actually doesn't, that isn't cool that you would say that. And you're like, yeah. oh, well, fair, fair enough. Yeah, I understand that. I mean, I I have some gender jokes because I get misgendered a bunch. And, you know, 
every time I tell them, there is a part of me that's like, is this okay? I, I understand. I guess, you know, having a background as a lawyer, I, I only mention that because my mom wants me to mention it on every podcast. No, but um, <laughs> because, because like I can see both sides to a lot yes. of stuff, you know? Right. And so my stuff well, is that's like, admirable. No. Good for you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm a really good person. So, um, <laughs> but like, but I, I get, I do get misgendered. And what I say yeah. on stage about it is like, you know, I think whatever, call people the gender they want. Who fucking cares? Right. Right. Um, but like, I don't mind getting misgendered. I even participate in my own misgendering because I was walking down the hallway of my own apartment. I see myself in the mirror. I'm like, excuse me, sir. You know, so and then I'm like, I'm sorry. You know, you always have to over apologize. Right, right. Yeah. But I, I, I have like a new thing. I'm starting to talk about my in-laws on stage. I love my in-laws. Great. People. Right. Right. And and like very different from my parents. And my right. father-in-law is so um, progressive which is great. I didn't, I yeah. grew up with a Latvian dad who was like so black and white and everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, that guy. And, <laughs> exactly. And my father-in-law is not that way at all. And he rolls up to every zoom with he, him, his, and he looks like a 73 year old father-in-law like no one's like, what are your pronouns? Gary, right? literally, <laughs> you know? And, and it's like, I know it's funny and I am right. saying it, but yeah. it's like, is there an element of that that embeds an assumption about gender that in some way I'm reinforcing by making that joke? And, and to be honest with you, I mean, I'm fine to tell it, but well, that's because it is about. your experience. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, the, the cool thing about those jokes and who is it? Jesse? <sighs> Spacing his name. He's great. Uh, but yeah. he does a joke about being called a name when he was a kid. And um, and he gets off stage. And he actually tagged the joke about how um, people come up to him and they say, you know, that word is really hurtful. And he goes, mm. yeah, yeah, it really hurt my feelings when <laughs> people said it to me. Right. And, uh, and they're like, well, it's just it's just really hurtful. He goes, yeah, it hurt. It was hurtful. Thank you for <laughs> noticing. Yeah, and uh, yeah. And so, I mean, and the joke is about how hurtful the word is. And sure. it, it was, it's just the gay F, you know, I don't feel yeah, like saying yeah. it. So I don't, sure. Yeah. I've, I, I said it, um, in, in any number of the eighties were alive right. in my life. And, uh, I was called, I mean, I think I used to tell a story about the joke that I'm talking about is mm -hmm. it is interesting because it didn't feel it's the, um, the Indian casino Native American frozen food joke that I mm -hmm. think was in that same set on Conan mm -hmm. yeah. and, and Indian casino. And essentially like I reference a bunch of Native American tragedies. Okay. Uh, as food, as, as fast food titles. Oh, and sure. Sure. Essentially. I'm just like, these are things that, Quite honestly, 10 years ago when I did that, it was not in the zeitgeist as to what mm -hmm. people were thinking about. And now mm -hmm. it is more so just because sure. of the advances in Native American um, sort of uh, activism, which has always right. been there, but has been yeah. more publicized because of the pipeline and the Lakota and all that yeah. stuff. But um, like I literally I didn't think I was helping when my stand up when I do when I write a joke, I don't go, well, this yeah. is going to help. Uh, <laughs> I though I am writing a joke about 
It's essentially a pep talk about America and the Constitution. Yeah. And um, Oh, great. Right. It'd be great if there were some punchlines, Liz Glazer. <laughs> that's... that's uh, <laughs> Until that day, let's just keep, we're just going to keep plugging along, looking for those punchlines I want to get in the Constitution's pants. (laughs) (laughs) See if that one works. Just spread it all around. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. That's (laughs) okay. So uh, (laughs) I have to write down the word, get in the Constitution's pants. Yep. (laughs) Yep, Because that's what I'm like. Yeah, I write I write down lines. Yeah. So, Liz Glazer, let's mm. just say this. Uh, do you have albums that people can go listen to on the uh, Amazon iTunes? Sure. That they can sure, buy. Sure That'd be great. Sure do. Yeah. Um, I came out with an album called A Very Particular Experience, and that's my one album that's out. Uh, trigger warning because it is about grief and stillbirth. And so oh, that's gosh. something my, my wife and I experienced. Uh, and that was um, the impetus for writing and performing that specific album, which has to do a lot with like generational trauma and death and grief related to and surrounding this specific um, stillbirth experience that happened. Right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's uh, but it is terrifying funny and sad. It is it's terrifying, yes. sad, and hilarious. You guys, yep. get out yep. there, yep. Liz Glazer yep. album. <laughs> so, uh, let's talk about your dorkdoms. We're almost we're ten minutes in. I think it Good. seems fair that we would talk about uh, the things that you love uh, uh, besides stand up. Yeah, yeah. And one of them, hilariously, is something I've never heard of: Alan Carr uh-huh. and the Easy Way. An easy okay. way? The yeah. easy way? So Alan Carr is this guy who is no longer alive, um, sadly, uh, I guess. I mean, I didn't know the guy, but it is sad when people die. And yeah. he is famous for this book that causes people and allows people to quit smoking cigarettes. Um, and so maybe you've heard of it. Like sometimes no. when I say that people, oh, really? You don't know about this? Wait. No, yeah. I've never. Okay. Wait, so it's like a sort of a self-help, but it's a, yeah. a book where you, okay. Yeah. So, and, and I heard about it because like, you know, people would go on like Howard Stern and talk about, I think Ellen quit smoking cigarettes, if I'm not wrong, by way of Alan Carr's book. But like, that's just the tip. I mean, this guy, right. you know, translated into a million languages. It's like a huge hit. It, ironically, and very sadly, died of lung cancer. This guy. Well, so I know, I know. You yeah, have I, to, mean, I mean, there are yeah. people who don't smoke at all who die of lung cancer. I know, I know, where, I but, know. but it is, it is slightly ironic because it is the, yeah. the smoker's uh, disease. Sure. You, when sure. was this book written? Great question. I don't know uh, the pub Does date. It, yeah, uh, but it's 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 decades old. I don't know offhand, so I don't want to okay. like say an answer and then it's just wrong. Um, yeah. But so he writes this book and then it just like takes off. It's this like kind of, I mean, I was going to say it's a magic thing, but (laughs) the book itself says it isn't magic. So then I'm like, you know, (laughs) hypnotized to not say the thing, whatever. But basically, yes. Yeah, no, no. So uh, the way that I think about it and, and I'm obsessed with him and this method one, it did help me to quit smoking cigarettes. I picked up smoking cigarettes as a habit in law school. So it was like a little bit later okay. in my life. And like, I, I never was like a 
huge, huge smoker, but I knew that I couldn't quit because I would say I was going to quit. And then I'd like, you know, have one outside of a bar or whatever it was. And so I used to say when I was a smoker that if I had one regret in my entire life, it would be smoking that first cigarette because everything stems from there. Then I read this guy's book. Okay. And I had such a good time reading and I listen, I'm an audiobook person. Um, sure. I really like it to like seep into my brain cells. I feel like it's better. Also, I did do the one for women, which is two hours longer. No clue why, but I was like, listen, if there's Wait, two hours and he more, still, and he still wrote it. He wrote into it. His inner, his inner gender uh, <laughs> yeah. issues. Good for him. Well, yeah, I think he did. I mean, I think he has like associates and minions, groupies, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but but the, he it's narrated. <laughs> he totally yes. does. Um, and it's narrated by this woman who she sounds like Helen Mirren. And so it's like, you know, she's like always, always yeah. a delight. Yeah. Uh, totally. Never not. <laughs> truly. And yeah. so she's like, I remember she's like, if you see a smoker, don't envy them pity them and like now i think Not about well, well. that yeah i know and it's it's a whole thing but so he basically and this is true of all of his stuff because he he wrote the smoking book it takes off like gangbusters and 1985 he, by the way oh, 1985 okay great and so then he and his associates write all these other books about other stuff so it's like you can get out of debt, you know, quit drinking, like anything you could be addicted to. Yeah. Right. Sex. You could, yeah. you, you could get away from porn. You could do all, yeah, probably. all the things. All right. Yeah. It's just, he, so, he reskinned it is what you're telling me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, smart, you know, yeah. but it's, it's like he brainwashes you to believe that you've been brainwashed to believe that you like this thing that you're addicted to. And so at the end of that process, you're kind of like at a, it's like a checkmate, right? Where it's like, well, or I guess the move right before you're checkmated, where it's like, well, either way, I'm going to die. Or I guess either way, I'm going to lose something, right? And it's just a question of like, which one's going to kill me, you know? Okay. It's sort of, it's sort of that um, reverse psychology. Yeah. <clears throat> Essentially, so, which feels very 1985, by the way. Totally. Um, yeah. So I think that his, was. Yeah. Well, no. What were you going to say? Sorry. Oh, no, that's OK. Go ahead. It's a uh, it's uh, a <laughs> um, <clears throat> reverse psychology was a, a big plot point in sitcoms in the 80s. There oh, you go. It was yeah. it was uh, it was a it was a, a recurring joke uh, ah. in in sitcoms and and dramedies. Uh, as right. they were created, I think Gilmore Girls, where people were like, oh, you don't want me to do that. So I'm going to say I want to do that. And then you're going to say, don't do that. And then we're going to do the thing I wanted anyway. Right. And so maybe oh, everyone so was reading this book because. Yeah, that's what. So <laughs> the the um, I don't know when he died. But uh, I, d I yeah. did a quick Google of him because I do no research. You'll be happy to know, yeah. Rangers. You'll, you remember. <laughs> uh, so it says the easy way method is about learning to see your addiction from a new angle, removing the reasons for your smoking in the first place and realizing that cigarettes have absolutely nothing good to offer. But yeah. that doesn't sound like that would work because those are just that just makes 
that just that just sort of makes sense. I mean, you could say that about anything. Like, right. why don't you and, study more? Why don't you, you know, why don't you exercise yeah. more kind of thing? Well, and I think it's like you, you got to be in the place where you're open to the book, I think is like one key component. Um, right. Because if you're open to it and then somebody's like filling your brain with like, listen, you don't even like this anyway. And it really, he's really good at taking apart each of the reasons for the thing that you think you like, but that's actually making you at least miserable enough to pick up the book. What does he, does he say anything about how, uh, like there's an actual physical chemical addiction? Yeah, he does talk about it, but he, uh, under his logic, that is 1% of the addiction and the other 99% is mental. And this is true for like, I mean, literally, cause I'm, 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 read his one about sugar. I'm reading the one now about emotional eating. And okay. it's like, so it's interesting because his, I would say also like now that I'm in the middle of the emotional eating one, I, I'm noticing, you know, just like you do when you're rereading things, you notice different stuff. And right. it's the ease that is the real key because he's like, listen, you can willpower your way to like whatever, right? Sure. But number one, you'll probably go back at some point. And number two, even if you don't, and you will power your way to like the end of your life, you're going to be so miserable the whole time and you don't have to be. And my thought with it is kind of like, if he's right, like it's almost like if you could take a pill in a sci-fi sense and like do something like I find you know, not eating sugar to be hard. I find it hard to not eat whatever, right? And I know that it might be like weighing me down energetically or whatever it might be, but I'm like, but it's hard. And according to him, that's part of the myth that keeps you in the cycle. So it's like really interesting to just be open to that idea because it's like, listen, if he's right, and it's really that easy and I could like live my best life and it's easy. Why not? You know? Right. And, and all he's saying is it's not hard. It's just not yeah. hard. You've yeah, been told it's... that it's hard. Be- and, and so because you've been told that it's hard, it's hard. So right. let me tell you that it's not hard. Right. And let me try to internal like, help you internalize the words. It's easy. Yeah. Don't sweat it. Just. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if you can trick yourself into believing for probably five years, I, I, uh, tricked myself into believing I didn't like cheese. Oh, uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't eat, uh, I would have occasional cheese and it was delicious. Yeah. Sure. Uh, but I was like, that's all right. And, yeah. uh, you know, but I have to say that to run something like that <clears throat> when you're aware of how hard it is, yeah, is, does sound like, you would go back just because of the constant vigilance of it all because you just get tired of that constant vigilance. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, I'm, I I think, um, well that, that's amazing. That's yeah. Well, I, but so what you're doing is you're just sort of trying to reprogram yourself into Mm -hmm. believing that it's easy and thus making it worthwhile to try it under and granted, with some of this stuff with smoking and with eating and with booze or with drugs yeah. or with any of these things, yeah. absolutely anything that you try <laughs> to try to stop. If it's, you know, if it's affecting your life negatively, 
Yeah. Throw noodles at the wall. See what I sticks. Know. What? Who right. cares? Right? Right. I mean, right. yeah. And, so, and this is like a book on, you know, I mean, it's even my mom's Audible. So, you right. know, it's w- right, one right. credit. And I love to like take a long walk and listen to, uh, for me, it's particularly self-help books. I always, I got to feel like I'm learning something or else, I don't know. It just like right. it doesn't work for me. I but I love that. It's like one of my most enjoyable things is just like going and listening to a book. So okay, yeah, I do oh, like it. Wow. So yeah. I uh, I'm on my brother's Audible. Uh, so oh. and I yeah yeah so yeah. <clears throat> I've been buying mystery novels that he wants no part of, but oh. <laughs> he buys uh, a lot of science fiction. So sure, it's I listen to some of it, but uh-huh. he he. He sometimes buys books. You know how they say, don't judge a book by their its cover? My brother sure. judges an audible book by how long it is. He <laughs> yeah. wants it to be a 23-hour book because so he drives like so much. he's like my mom. Okay, got it. Oh, so he's listening to sci-fi driving around. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Got it. So my mom's He's like got to drive a lot. So my mom loves the so, Outlander and he loves to drive. stuff. So that's and his so thing. I think they're pushing like 49 hours on some of those oh. guys, you know? Yeah. yeah. And He's- she just, she likes to listen to them over and over again. I mean, she listens to other stuff too, but that's, I don't know what genre that is. I feel like that's kind of in between yours and your brother. Yeah. What the mystery ones or no outlander. Cause isn't it like a little oh. bit. It is uh it's sort of a romance novel. It's an action yeah. sword and sorcery kind of thing. Time travel. Yeah. So there's science fiction elements to it. Right. But it's, I might as well read Clan of the Cave Bear, which he, by the way, uh, had the books on tape of that back in the 90s. And um, and he would listen to it with his kids and then fast forward through the sexy parts. Oh, sure. And uh, right, because he didn't need to. He was like, yeah, they don't they don't need to hear it. I certainly don't need to be there when they're hearing it. Right. And uh, it's all (laughs) making all of us uncomfortable. So uh, (laughs) and I, I could never I could never get into it. But yeah. I mean, there's, there's so many books. There are genuinely so many books in the world that to judge somebody for the book that they love doesn't oh, yeah. make any sense to me, you yeah. know, Except, unless it's Anne Rand, cause that can bleed over <laughs> oh, uh, sure. in, in, into yeah. real life where you're just right. like, Oh, is this is telling you to be thoughtless. Congratulations. <laughs> right. And, uh, that's so, why you suck. <laughs> that's right. This is just reinforcing in an, in an Alan Carr kind of way. That yeah. you should definitely just think of yourself like <laughs> everyone else. Congratulations. Totally. Yeah. Alan Carr, by the way, safe for the whole family in the car. No sex scenes at all. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. He's just, he's using the think system from the music band. And uh, I, I don't know, I don't know if you've uh, ever seen that uh, particular uh, musical, but there it is. Yes. I, I'm also wondering when Alan Carr passed away. Okay. Yeah, I don't know because that date either. Two thousand six. Two thousand six. Oh. In Spain, where he Ooh. took uh his uh his cool uh self help book money mm-hmm. and uh and was on holiday. He is a British guy. He's a, yeah. a guy from the UK. Mm-hmm. And it's uh it's interesting that he has Helen Mirren <laughs> reading it. When do you know when she recorded that? It's not actually Helen Mirren. It's a woman who oh, sounds it? like Helen Mirren. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but but she's delightful because okay. she sounds like Helen Mirren. I wish I knew right. her name because I, I certainly don't mean 
a bit of shade to this narrator who's no, amazing, no. but I don't know right. her name. Who has literally stuck the landing and yeah. you're on board. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, no worries on that. Uh, <laughs> I will say that um, I uh, he sounds fascinating. I don't know. And and if it worked, it you know, if it worked 3% of the time, you know, it matters to that starfish. You know, what mm-hmm. the hell? What do we, yeah. you know? And so there's a variety of different ways. Like there's, there's a bunch of people who are taking, and I know, I know a couple of people who are taking like a sort of an osempic, uh, oh, t- yeah. a, a, whatever it's called, so the diabetic right. medicine. A ver- there's a variety of new di- diabetes uh, medications that actually the side effect is weight loss. Yeah. And, um, and people do want a pill, you know? Yeah. They, but you don't know what it's going to do long term, right? Yeah. It's, exactly. um, because it's so new. Remember, um, <laughs> I can't remember the name, Olestra. They were putting yes. it in everything. Oh, yeah. The like chips. Anal leakage. Yeah. yeah there were potato chips and it would cause, yeah, all of a sudden, I do remember your body that. would, would want to export all of the, all of the poops. Yeah. And, um, I remember having those chips. <clears throat> For sure. I and I did yeah. try them. Yeah. And I was same. like, well, this is pointless. Because totally. here's the, th- I mean, I, I am much heavier than I would like to be. And I gained some weight during uh, lockdown, but yeah, it's same. Yeah. And, and I, and I haven't been able to, to shake it because I think that's also related to emotion. And I've been yeah. vaguely, you know, just worried yeah. and depressed and, you know, just trying to fight the good fight. Right. I feel you. I'll say this. I, I feel. I would, I posit, and I have on previous, see my published works, uh, (laughs) that it's not that I eat poorly. It's just that I eat all of it. Yeah. It's the quantity, not the quality of what I'm eating. I just, I get it. Yeah. 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 I totally get it. And like, you know, I, I try really hard. Um, for, I mean, for me, it's, it's really for myself. Like I never, you know, I don't like, judge anybody for what they're doing or not doing but like it's for me it's like um I don't want to judge myself like oh this is bad I'm just like well I want to be honest and real with myself about how I'm feeling and if there's some behavior in my life that I'm like this isn't working for me like a recent example that's less you know it's more innocuous is like with the phone right at night before bed, you know, um, I was just scrolling and I'm like, this is like really good for nobody. And then a therapist was like, why don't you just put it in a drawer? And I started doing that. And it's like, you know, sometimes it's a little fix and it's like, I'm way happier in the morning waking up. You right, know? right, right. Everyone who doom scrolls or even watches the news, my mother-in-law yeah. moved in with us about a year mm-hmm. and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And when <clears throat> she lived alone, she would watch the news before bed. Sure. And you know how local news always has the happy thing at the end? Yes. Because even they know that you shouldn't yeah. go to bed. They need yeah. to show like a raccoon and its babies, you know, hanging out with right. a cat or something. Right. And, right. um, <laughs> I just won't do it. I, I I don't watch the news at all. Anyway, I only yeah. read the news. Yeah. And I refuse to read the news before bed because yeah. uh, I can wait till midday tomorrow to find out what's happening in right. Indonesia. Right. Because right. I can't do anything about it anyway. 
Yeah. Uh, so if I need to send a hundred dollars, you know, to wherever, sure. uh, which is what I, what I can do globally, yes. by the way, yes. uh, globally, that's what I can do. I can send a hundred dollars and, um, yeah. but locally I can, the ripple effect, I cannot yeah. be a jackass to my barista. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. But I can just, I can, I can be nice to the person in front of me and mm -hmm. that, uh, well, I believe one day foster world peace, yeah. but, uh, Amen. as much as, as much as anything, right. And, yeah. uh, and the hundred bucks can't hurt, right. Sure. I, can, I can send it to the food bank. I can send it because it's, uh, in November and December, I asked people not to donate to the dork forest. I asked ah. them to, uh, instead find their local food bank mm -hmm. and, um, and donate to them and then, uh, give me their money in January. Give me your sure. money. Sure. And, yeah. uh, and then that's great. Everybody who sends me money in November and December has donated essentially to the LA food bank. Oh, uh, which great. Needs it. Totally. Sure. Needs it, but I, I get the karma. Yeah. I'm just saying if you're in Skokie, uh, there's probably a food bank there. Yeah. You might yep. want to <laughs> send them the yeah. 20 bucks you were going to send me. No, that's but, a great thing. But it's the little things like that, like putting the phone away. Yep. That feels like the think system too. Uh, Chad Daniels mm -hmm. was, uh, talking about or doing two like there's like weird parenting things uh-huh uh where he won't let his kids have their phones in the room and oh. they're like 15 and 17 at this point uh -huh. and it's like everybody has to plug in including me yep. phones in the kitchen plugged yep. in leave them yeah. there yeah and um and then go to bed yep. and uh and then my friend jennifer my old roommate jennifer uh she wouldn't let her kids, her, her daughter, just her older daughter just turned 16. And she mm -hmm. said, you can get a phone when you're 16. Mm -hmm. And I said, 16 seems super late. Yeah. For kids. Yeah. And I said, well, Nowadays, how, do you, yeah. how do you, right. How do you hook up with the kids after school and with, with stuff? And she said, well, when they were eight, I gave them watches. Mm. And I said, meet me here at two. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. I was like, old school. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Totally. That's great. Yeah. I appreciate, especially for the phone, having like a, um, a place based rule. Right. So it's like, we don't do phones in bed. And so okay. it goes in a drawer, which is still in the bedroom. Although sometimes, I'll, you know, it doesn't matter. It's like in the drawer. So I'm not right. looking at it. Um, and that has made all the difference because then it's like I associate the bedroom with phonelessness. Yes. Yes. Yeah. With, uh, yeah. Andy is irritated if I'm on the <laughs> phone and also trying to talk to him. Sure. Uh, because yeah. he's like one or the other. And yeah. <laughs> we, 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 we both play uh, a phone game uh, yeah. called Marvel Puzzle Quest. And we have Ooh. for almost 10 years. Wow. It is um it's a match three. It's like candy crush ish. Uh -huh. um, like, uh, except for that you're powering up Marvel superheroes and then you're doing versus fights. So oh. it's super fun. Yeah. And the character and they, and they are consistently updating the characters and they go very much into the long boxes of, of the different characters, but whatever uh -huh. it is. So we will sit next to each other in bed yeah. and parallel play like toddlers. Oh, that's and, cute. Uh, <laughs> we're adorable. But, uh, but when, but when we're at the dinner table or when we're, you know, when yeah. we're doing other things, 
And I'm trying to talk to him like he's driving and I'm just in my phone. Right. He's like, you can be in your phone, but don't try to talk to me. And yeah. certainly don't try to show me a video of a dog while, <laughs> <laughs> while we're driving. Right. So, right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I've, t- I've weeded off on you. Uh, uh-huh. uh, so I will say this about my dad quit smoking uh-huh. when he retired. Uh-huh. And it feels like he might have read the easy way. Because Maybe. he yeah. smoked four packs of cigarettes a day yep. for 30 years. Wow. Which is 80 cigarettes. It's he had lot. to wake up at night to get those <laughs> yeah. cigarettes in. Yeah. And um, I will say that he quit because they were too expensive when he retired. Uh. Essentially. When he stopped working full time, he's, uh-huh. is he fully retired now? I hope so. He's 86. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, that's great. Yeah. He was like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to spend, you know, like when, when he was in the Navy, they were free, Yep. <laughs> but it was 1952. Yeah. So, you know, and in the seventies, they were a buck a pack mm-hmm. and he would complain about it. Sure. And then in the, in the, I think he quit in the nineties and uh-huh. 86, there's nothing on his lungs. He is an amazing. And those, I mean, those are great stories, you know, it's where a crap it's like, shoot. yeah, Cancer. yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's amazing. My dad also quit cold Turkey, uh, years. I mean, you know, my dad is no longer alive, but like he had quit for, uh, decades prior to when he died. Um, do you know and- why? Uh, just because it was unhealthy yeah unhealthy he had had a like you know heart disease for 40 years and so at some point i think it was that he had a hospital stay that was like over a week and he wasn't smoking in the hospital and then upon exiting the hospital he's like well i was able to not smoke there i think i'll just not smoke and so then he just did it yeah Alan Carr would be proud of it. Yeah. Yes. Except for the fact that I think it was hard every single day of my dad's life. Yeah. And so that's the piece that's like a little bit different where it's like, sure, you could do it. But like, there's just no reason to believe that you're depriving yourself of anything. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, That's such a great, I mean, it's a great attitude where you're just like, and people who don't like, I never feel like I'm depriving myself of cigarettes. Yeah, because I don't same. care. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. I, and I, yeah. and I've never cared. Like I, I, I tried to smoke a couple of times, uh, because I wish to be cool. Yeah. And, uh, as, a, as a young person and, <laughs> uh, and, uh, it turns out, uh, it didn't take, and I was enormously <laughs> kind of lucky that yeah. it didn't trigger anything in me that mm-hmm. made me go, Oh, or that I, that I, and the fact that he smoked four packs of cigarettes a day and my mother, uh, my stepmom smoked two and a half. Oh, wow. meant that I reeked like a cigarette, sure. uh, right. Until I moved out. Absolutely. No one believed wow. that I didn't smoke in junior high wow. In junior high. They were like, you <laughs> have to stop smoking. And I was like, right. I don't smoke. Uh, it was like, you reek of cigarettes. Like, I don't smell it. And it's because I lived in secondhand smoke. Right. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So it's weird, but, yeah. um, yeah, I don't know how to laterally move to your next dorkdom, but I think we. Oh sure. Wait, well, you know what? Maybe, maybe we, we, we. I ask you because I want to know. 
Because yeah. one of your dorkdoms was so crazy to me. The uh-huh. original Nordic track? What? Yep, you know it. So, <laughs> listen, I'm a gal of the 80s. I feel like every one of my things now, it's like this guy from 1985. And like, so, okay. So, the original Nordic track ski machine yes. um, was, uh, you know, a lot of people have them in their basements. You know, they're great. Uh, clotheslines because they got a lot of height on them, especially at the top of the arm you resistance. Could, you could thing. dry things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> and I, um, I remember, let's see, maybe it was like 95, 1995. I was about 15 and I was watching this channel that was basically Craigslist kind of, before Craigslist existed. It was channel three on my parents' cable. And it was called Swap and Shop. And it looked like (laughs) a a DOS screen, you know, from like like a just a regular yeah, blue screen. Right. Like pixelated letters, you know, and it was like these ads of people in town selling stuff. And you would just watch the channel. And if you wanted, you give them a call. And so. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. And so I was watching and there was like Nordic track ski machine. I think I had like some babysitting money. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, you know what? I'm going to go get that. Mommy, can you drive me to like Bergenfield or whatever? It was like, (laughs) you know, five minutes away. And we go to these people's house and they haul it up from the basement and i remember the the person at outside in their driveway was like you know it's a little weird because the thing with the nordic track is it's two separate pulley systems you know it's not like an elliptical where an elliptical if you're doing the legs the arms are slightly easier and vice versa this is two separate systems so it's like patting your head and rubbing your stomach you you have to like coordinate it and so i remember the the woman you're actually sort of skiing yeah 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 you are and so and i've done cross-country skiing in real life i wouldn't say it's like a one-to-one transfer it's a little bit different but like i had never cross-country skied and then i was like oh i actually like kind of do know how to do this from doing nordic track so in any event but i remember the woman at at the house was like just do the legs for the first three days so that you really get a sense of those and then incorporate the arms. And it's like, I mean, it's a total body workout, no doubt, because you're doing resistance on your arms and legs. You can adjust them separately. That said, you might fall over the whole machine (laughs) in adjusting them, but no matter. (laughs) Are you adjusting them while you're on it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like reaching... (laughs) lunging i mean because it's like it is a patented system whatever it is which isn't surprising but it's so low tech um that you know it's like literally like turning a wheel that gets tighter and that makes the resistance tight you know what i mean can you do it when you're not on the vehicle when you're not on the machine yeah you could okay but like okay like in the middle of like let's say you're doing a 20 minute workout you might want little more resistance, little less resistance, like within the 20 minutes or something like that. So that's my experience with it. And I I did apply when I was like 15 or 16, there was a Nordic track store 
in the mall near my parents' house. And I, I remember like, those stores. <laughs> yeah, I, I applied yeah. to like for a summer job and I didn't get it. And there was like this older guy who got it. And I remember yeah. I would like go to the mall and just like kind of stalk the Nordic Jack store. <laughs> uh, I mean, undoubtedly, I he was like much more the demographic of like okay. who was buying this machine, which I think was like older guys, you know, right. so I, and- I can appreciate <clears throat> it. Yeah. So it was. So you got the it's secondhand, but the Nordic yeah. track was indeed from the 80s as well. Oh, yeah, so it, totally. But you got it in the 90s. I did. And there was a Nordic Track store in the mall in the 90s. Yep, that's true. Because I don't think <clears throat> I... So I know that the company did file for bankruptcy uh, sometime in the 90s, if I'm not mistaken. And then they were like, you know, rebranded. Like, they exist now. I think they have okay. kind of like a Peloton competitor. But it's not okay. the same, like management or whatever as the 80s um company oh right right owners and 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 yeah. things have changed because yeah. of, of of so here's so the machine itself is essentially yeah. so did you do that thing with the legs the first three days i did just to I get sure used to how, how it moved yeah. Yeah. okay and then did do the poles move when you move the legs like sort of like no. the peloton or the elepticon no no so the legs are just the legs and then the poles. Well, I mean, it depends on the model. So the, the standard one, there's strings with like, you know, handles at the bottom of the strings. And if you're not touching them and moving them, you can just set them down on the machine and just so do they, the legs. Are they not poles? They are actually sort of like jump rope handles? Correct. Yes. Okay. Yes. So. Yeah. Okay, so they could just hang, and yeah. then you're just doing. Is there sort of a like a, a Zimmer frame? Is there a frame for you to kind of balance on, or do you have to balance when you're no. doing the feet all by yourself? The standard model just has a hip pillow thing that you kind of shove yourself up against, um, so that while you're, if you are doing the arms, you've got kind of your torso is in front oh. of this pillow thing. Yeah. So I mean, the, so the pillows in front of you to sort of yeah. as a buffer. So if yeah. you were to fall over, it would stop you. I guess. Kind of yeah. Thing. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm, a little safety. Yeah. It, I don't doubt that. I mean, I wouldn't say that if someone was in, in dire fear of falling, that this would be my first recommendation for <laughs> <laughs> what kind of exercise machine you'd go to. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it's actually sounds relatively complicated. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like but early days. And then it's right. been dumbed down. Uh, quite yeah. A bit. yeah. And that's the thing I love about it. So you had asked me in, when we were emailing, if I have one, I sure do. In our basement, we've got one. And is it the one you bought, or is this a a newer model or a a different version? I don't know if it's a newer model because I have bought and sold and given away over you know the past I don't know how many years. I I could not tell you how many 
Nordic tracks because every time I move, I mean, these things don't move well. And it's the kind of thing that it's like, listen, I'll just give it away in <laughs> Chicago. Right. And then when I move to New York, I'll pick up another one. I was once, I went to a gym for a summer. It was like yep. across the street from a job I had. And I would, they had one Nordic track. It was not on the cardio floor. It was not on the weights floor. It was on the floor with the employees lockers. And it was like by a stairwell. And I would do this thing. And one day some manager from the gym comes by. He's like, have you ever seen anyone on this thing? I was like, no. He's like, do you want it? Because we want to get rid of it. And so that, oh, yeah. I mean, that was a club 900 model, which those are pricey. Those are you like 3000 bucks retail. And so, okay. It's called a club 900. What was it? Yeah. Yeah. 900 S if I'm not wrong. Yeah. Okay. And so and I know what year was models. that? Was that the early two um, thousands or was yeah, that 2003? That would have been okay. And I don't know if it, if the model was like a 2003 model, my guess right. is that they had gotten it a few years prior and like it was collecting dust and cause it's hard. It's like, there, it's not it a, sounds really, yeah, it doesn't it's sound hard. like, yeah, it doesn't sound like you get like a treadmill you get on right. it. Right. Yeah. And, you're like, oh, it, well, you walk. It's like a, yeah. it's like a, 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 a you're hoofing. Yeah. You're right. Just, yeah. So it, it, it's very, it's genuinely intuitive. A, a track. Yes. Yeah, as opposed yeah, yeah. to a Nordic <laughs> track, which does not feel intuitive. However, it's very low impact, which is an interesting thing because oh, is you're it? not, yeah, because you're not like banging knees or anything like that. And so it's pretty like safe, assuming you get the hang of it and all that, you can right. really like, you know, get a great workout and be essentially walking. Like, yes, right. skiing or whatever, but it's not, you're not going to feel sore from it, but you're going to be sweating and panting. Okay, because so and right, because if you're doing it, you're doing it at your pace. Yes, and the and the resistance is is whatever it is, and right. y once you figure out how to get your feet going, yeah, you've done three days of okay. Yeah. this is how you walk on this thing, and sure. now you're adding this, and you're patting your head and rubbing your stomach. You said, yeah. which I've absolutely never been able to do, and um, but you're doing it at your own pace, so it's a full body workout. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you can get these puppies for like uh, probably 20 bucks, 50 bucks. I think during the pandemic, oh. they were, you know, like maybe people were selling them for a little bit more because people were into like at home workouts in a different way. Um, but I mean, the last one I paid literally 40 bucks, uh, went to some guy's house, you know, 30 minutes away. He's got one in his right. garage, whatever, you know? Right. You just have to find someone with a truck. And, yeah. um, yeah, because they're tall, right? I mean, they're, yeah, well, they fold. So I had mine in an SUV, you know, put the oh, seats really? down. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's no big, Wait, it's the one from the, it is collapsible. Yeah. The one from the gym was collapsible, but that was a project that I needed my brother's car, which is bigger because it was just the gym model, you know, right. but right, right. generally, yeah, you can fold, um, and it's, I remember like seeing advertisements during the eighties, uh, like the original commercials for Nordic track and they really pushed the foldability, which I don't think I, this is not a machine you want to be folding every single time. It's right, intense. right. This is 
Right. Yeah. It's you want to fold it to move it and then right. you leave it up and put leave your laundry it. on it. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's that that seems to be the nature of the of the vehicle. Yeah. So um <laughs> a full yeah, so I kinda like the idea of a full body workout that isn't too stressful on your knees. Oh yeah. And um because it's all it's a lot of joint stuff, right? And you just yeah. you wanna be able to to do stretches and stuff like that. And this is doing it because yeah. you're just walking and moving. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, you I wonder... think it's like, yeah, tell me you wonder. No, I, I wonder if there's a, like you say that they're still in business. Are mm. they, have they made it easier? I wonder like the, the version that you have, mm. is it more integrated than it was? I don't think so. I don't think that that model I think it's sold just fine initially, which is why people have them in the basement. But I think that like there hasn't been the kind of demand for people really wanting this workout because it's it's such a it's such a thing you gotta like really commit to getting used to. Right. Um, you you can buy them new, but I wouldn't. Yeah, that's right. That's this, totally right. It's it's got a wooden yes. like it looks like a hand truck. That's what it <laughs> yeah. looks like it looks like a like a and then yeah and then okay so those those two wires are literally uh -huh. the, sort of the the jump rope yep uh, yep things and you can and, adjust them to your you know arm uh span you know okay so yeah. i would i would recommend uh, yes. without knowing anything about this as sure. usual, I have an opinion, <laughs> uh, -huh. uh, the, uh, <laughs> that you get a spotter the first time you do this. Oh yeah. I think that's a great idea. And, yeah. um, cause if you're 16, you can fall off of things and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, you will just get up. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> but if you're 50 yeah. and yeah. you fall off, it might actually put you off getting on the thing ever again. Oh yeah. So yeah. Good so, idea. Yeah, but I, yeah. I, I always wondered um, why it wasn't more popular based on, you know, just like people wanting low impact, people wanting something that because you can like you'll tone your arms too from the resistance on the arms right. while you're doing cardio. And so yeah. it's like this kind of magic thing. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's boring is like the one thing, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I don't think, I don't think you're breaking any, uh, I, I don't think you're <laughs> revealing anything that people don't know. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, but I do have a suggestion for the boring oh, thing, which really? is, so there's this website, Nordic parts, and okay. it's some guy who worked at Nordic track prior to their filing for bankruptcy that got all the parts. And so it's the monitors, it's the whatever the heart things and I don't know all the various like paraphernalia oh, right right because if you hold it. on it could give you your pulse rate or something yeah okay. stuff like that like those kind of bells and whistles and this guy runs a whole business for the two people who have Nordic tracks right yeah and one of the products is this um lucite shelf that goes on the thing and you can put like a book or an iPad or whatever. And I think that that would, or your phone, you know, and watch something while right. you're doing it. Oh, like in hotel, yeah. like a hotel gyms and regular gyms have, yes. have monitor, have TVs. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that's what I would recommend in addition to a spotter for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the spot, the spotter's a safety thing. And the yep. other thing is just a boredom yep. alleviator. Yeah. So, <laughs> so do you, ha- so you have this in your, your, li- your living space? I do. Yeah. And, um, the, and you live in New Jersey, so yeah. there might be a little more room. It's not like you're in New York City and you, you have to True. sleep under it. Well, so, I had it yeah. in a dorm room in my life. I, I had it when really? I was in law school. I took my Nordic track with me. Um, I How mean, was that it, received by your roommate? <laughs> well, I did have a single because oh, we okay. did. That was just, yeah. you know, whatever yeah. part of it. But I've had it in like apartments also, not every apartment. And I'm yep. not here saying that it's not taken up. You know, it's a conversation it's t- piece. Yeah, yeah, it definitely takes up space. So, <laughs> it does. Uh, so you also, but you, what are your other things? We're not. We're gonna have to have you back to talk about YouTube oh, yeah. jazz cartoons. Okay. But, well, this one because right now, I, yeah. Do you want me to say five seconds? Oh, weightlifting. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that, that's well, what I, mean, I thought we'd do a lateral move to because it's oh also sure, exercise, right? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So weightlifting. I mean, I I love weightlifting. Um, and I love it because like what I don't like about exercise is feeling like I'm going to die. I don't, I don't <laughs> okay. enjoy that. And it, it's a, it's a common, I'm like, you know, running. I hate it. I just hate it. It makes me so upset. Like it makes me want to cry. Right. And at some point in my life, I just was like, I don't want to feel that way during Did exercise. You jo- were you a, were you a jogger? I mean, in my life, I've like tried, you know, but it it doesn't, I just, Andy's Andy's taken up about 10 years ago. Yeah. uh, He took up jogging and all he would do is he just would walk for a mile and then he would half run for a mile and now he can run for two miles and it's not. Yeah. But he actually, he says it kind of calms him down. So it's just a different, something else that someone else enjoys. So you don't like that. So you enjoy weightlifting. I do. Is there a sense of accomplishment? What's happening? Yeah. I, well, I do it with, uh, there's this guy, Evan, who there's a a gym near my house. That's just weightlifting. Cause I feel like one of the things that, um, I've noticed is like CrossFit gyms used to be more weightlifting forward. And then CrossFit changed to be like more of the exercise Olympics where, when, cause I used to do CrossFit like really long ago. Um, okay. and I felt like I what didn't is, like it. What is, what is, this doesn't I mean, CrossFit. What is it's CrossFit? Like, well, it started as this guy, Greg Glassman in his, in his garage. <clears throat> and he had a blog where he would like log his workouts and his workouts would be some combination of like heavy lifting and like Navy SEALs type of workouts. And that spawned an entire like movement and these gyms. And now, you know, I mean, at some point, I don't know if this is current, Reebok got involved, becomes a huge sponsor. They have like these. Yeah, there are shoes. There's there's special shoes. Right, right. And so like everything, I mean, it becomes this whole business. But when I was looking back on my time doing it, I was like, what I really enjoyed was the the lifting because i yeah. yeah i think to answer your question like it is a sense of accomplishment um i have a kid now and for me it is specifically motivating 
to just be in shape for the purpose of holding, picking up and putting down my kid, <laughs> not throwing on the ground like right. I might some right, right. heavyweights. Not, right. <laughs> or being like not being able to pick up the kid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's like specifically the motivation that kind of got me back into it right now. We, um, weirdly enough, both my dad and my brother Russ are weightlifting gym rats. Oh, like they, they're yeah. just, they're, they're weightlifting. They, and my brother essentially raised his two sons to be weightlifters oh. and they did no cardio. Huh. And, yeah. um, so when my youngest, my younger nephew went to college, he had been eating like a weightlifter his entire oh. life. So he was kind of a tank of a guy. Yeah. So when he went to college, he's the only guy that ever lost weight going to college oh, because wow. he had to walk to all of his classes. Right. And so he started getting cardio and yeah. he was not eating a lot of carb, you know, it's just, it's right. sort of, yeah. So he ended up losing a bunch of weight, which huh. looked really good on him and, and whatever, sure. but, uh, but it would also made him like bendier. <laughs> like ah. it helped. It also helped. Because a, a mix of different kind of works out, workout is good. But I think, I think so. that that strength training has done mm -hmm. my father a great deal of good Yeah. Uh, now in his 80s because he's still strong enough to walk That's and right. sit and stand and do mm -hmm. many things that people who didn't do a lot of strength training, I think, yeah. have a lot of times with. Well, and that's another motivation for me because my mom now is uh 76 and she's you know in pretty pretty good shape thankfully knock on wood etc but um she you know definitely has this like fear around falling and feels like not strong so to me i'm just like okay i see my future possibly right like we all do in our parents at least possibly mm -hmm. and so i'm like okay if i can lift something now i'm 44 and if that you know makes my bone density better or something like, why not? You know, like I can do it right. now. Right. Yeah. 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 So that's the, and, and you enjoy it. it. Do you own your yeah. own weights? I don't. Yeah. I mean, I think we have okay. a few, but it's like, I, I do enjoy that out of the house because I go to a gym that it sounds like maybe your dad and your brother go to where it's only weights. It's just like barbell city. You know, yeah. there's yeah, Barbell I think they, City. Yeah. They do they do have like a treadmill, but it's like people walk for three minutes before, you know. Oh, they're just they're... warming up. Yeah. 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 It's not like nobody's like running. Right. And uh do, have you seen those sort of weightlifting machines where you have to pull it's a it's a it's a box or a half box? Yeah. I've seen like a what is it, like tonal, I feel like with yeah. it's like a screen. Okay. I, I've seen that. I don't know if that's what you mean. Yeah, no. Um, I don't know anything about workout equipment, so I've yeah. seen a half box <laughs> that looks like you're supposed to pull yourself up on the on the bar. Oh, like I don't do know. pull ups and stuff, which okay. are um, because yeah. there's with weights, you're yeah. it's mostly lifting, right? It's not yeah pushing. It's not pulling. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Although we do some pushing stuff. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm sort of getting back into it at this point. I've had like, you know, I don't know, 15 sessions with this guy, Evan, who I love. Um, Great. and 
you know, uh, yeah, but it is, it's, it's, it is pulling. You're right. Okay. Yeah, we do that. But I don't know about you the d- box. Okay. Yeah. The box, uh, someone might know Jackie, Jackie, <laughs> you guys, yeah. here's the thing. Yeah. It has been an hour. We okay. have talked, it's been a very sort of helpful episode of the dark oh, forest where we're just I'm so glad. sort of just, yeah, yeah. Just look it into like, <laughs> like different like what you what you're doing is you're just like you'd like to continue to be healthy so it's yeah and yet make it not painful and not not fun and and not something where you're where you're beating yourself up if you're not doing it or you're not beating yourself up as you do it right I know and it's a struggle for me to it does sound right it's a struggle for me I just want to say this to do that like I'm very much in like a moment where I'm like, okay, I want to be better, you know, but I also don't right. want to be mean to myself in that process. <laughs> Guys, internalize that. Yeah. You don't want to <laughs> be mean to yourself in the middle of don't. any process. Don't I do don't. It. Yeah. 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 seems like a real, real uh, terrible idea. Uh, Liz Glazer <laughs> is who I'm uh, talking to. It's been a delight. It's at Jackie Liz Glazer everywhere. Pleasure. At L-I-Z-G-L-A-Z-E-R, stand-up yep. comic, very funny, very smart. Do you have a podcast? I don't. I don't oh, have a podcast. Good for, look, it's a unicorn, you guys. It <laughs> doesn't have a, a podcast. But uh, if you get a chance, go out in the world, see Liz Glazer do the stand-up comedy because it's delightful. Yeah. And thank you so much for being on the show. Thank and you. Rangers, you're welcome. Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat, my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show?